Sometimes hilarious, always hilarious. It's keeping up with Ken Hilarious on Mater Day Radio. He is the host of Living Stones, heard Monday evening, 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, or anytime on the Hail Mary Media app. And our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana, we welcome to the show, Mr. Ken Hilarious. Good morning, sir. How are you today? I am still in a donut coma from the last time we talked, David. <laughs> you are, that's right. Well, I got news yeah. for you. Today is National Fudge Day. Oh. <laughs> so there you go. My diabetes cannot handle this. <laughs> I know. You, we, we were talking about chocolate cake. If somebody put a big piece of chocolate cake in front of you, would you have any problems eating that thing? Probably not. I would uh, need a nice glass of milk to go with it, though. I think. Oh, yeah. See, there But you the go. big question is, Ken, would you share that piece of chocolate cake? I would. I would. I find, uh, <sighs> you know, this is one of the things. So I've been married to my beloved Brad Jules for 16 years now. And I have discovered that early on in our relationship, the idea of sharing something was insane to me, right? I was like, no, get your own entree. <laughs> Nowadays, I'm, uh, I'm to the point of, wait, if we both get order of dessert, then we can share and try two different things. Oh, so, see? Oh, that's now there you doing. go. Yeah, there's like a method to the madness. I yeah. like that idea. That's a great idea. Well, good for you. David, get two pieces of chocolate <laughs> cake and share it. That's right. We can, we can do go. that. I, I like that. Hey, Notre Dame, University of Notre Dame, uh, active during the summer on campus, uh, summer school. What's it like there? So lots of uh, little camps. And, uh, for example, my own office, this week we have been hosting uh, about 60 pro-life leaders from around the world for a week-long intellectual formation program called our Notre Dame Vita Institute. Oh. And so uh, they've been learning all about uh, law, politics, uh, the science behind, uh, you know, kind of embryology mm-hmm. and, uh, and all the way to uh, assisting suicide and things like that. And today we're discussing uh, kind of pro-life laws around the world. So today is the last day of this week-long conference. This is just one example of the many sorts of conferences. Lots of uh, sports camps take place, of course. Yep. Uh, cheerleading camps, those sorts of things that uh, have uh, have the dorms uh, with, with people in them for a week at a time, usually. So, yeah, it's a busy place. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, today, uh, of course, is the most sacred heart of Jesus, and tomorrow is the Immaculate Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So, is there a particular reason that these are, you know, just a day apart? Well, yes, very much. Um, for centuries, the Church has um, kind of connected the two. So the Sacred Heart of Jesus is uh, the symbol very much of the love of, of God for humankind, a love which uh, extended to even taking flesh and becoming one of us. So the fact that our God had a physical heart, just like you or me, uh, is a is a sign not just that God loves us in in mind, but also enough to physically take flesh. So that's that's the sacred heart of Jesus, you mm-hmm. know, the, the divine love for humanity. Uh, um, the immaculate heart of Mary, on the other hand, um, represents uh, her love for God. And so, um, in the veneration of the immaculate heart of Mary, we ask for her intercession as a result of her own love for her children. Remember, on the cross, Jesus was on the cross with 
with John, the apostle, his beloved disciple, and Mary at the foot of the cross. And he looked down and said, woman, behold your son. Thereby giving the disciples of Jesus to Mary as our spiritual mother. Mm. And so her love for her son, which she's there standing at the foot of the cross, suffering with him, um, that love pours out to us as well. And so, um, so they've been connected to sacred and immaculate hearts. Uh, it's actually St. Augustine in the 400 uh, wrote that Mary's uh, love for her son and bearing Christ in her heart was actually even more important than her bearing Christ in her womb, which is a really radical way to look at that love. Right. But ultimately, that's what all of us apostles and disciples are called to do. That is to have such a powerful love for God in our hearts that it becomes who we are, and it defines us. Make our hearts like unto unto thine, as we pray at the uh, in the litany of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. We were talking earlier too, but uh, before we brought you on, we have this uh, imagery, this diptych. In fact, one is sitting on my uh, computer here in the studio, and it shows Jesus and Mary together. And then it shows kind of like a heart. You you see their heart. Yeah. Uh, are you familiar with that? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have them kind of enthroned in in my own house uh, as well on a on on the walls, and I have a diptych as well. You know, Jesus's heart is always depicted uh, as a uh, wrapped with the crown of thorns and topped with a cross rising out of the flames. Um, and then the image of Our Lady's heart is uh, pierced by a sword, or pierced by seven swords. Um, that, of course, represents, you know, Christ's heart was pierced by the lance um, uh, after his death, and out of which flowed blood and water, which symbolized both the Eucharist and baptism. Mary's heart was pierced by a sword, as Simeon prophesied uh, at the temple, when Jesus was presented at the temple as a baby. Uh, Simeon said, your own heart will be pierced by a sword, so the thoughts of many may be laid bare. These images show that Mary, uh, Mary's own destiny and, and her role in salvation is connected to her son. And so that's why, even on the back of the miraculous medal, the two hearts are, are there, the, the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, you know, the miraculous medal, which really spread the great devotion to the two hearts together, uh, since 1830, mm-hmm. uh, is kind of why we think of them together today for the most part. So the most sacred heart of Jesus, this is a solemnity. It is a solemnity, uh, and uh, it's a beautiful day. So it, it falls on the Friday after Corpus Christi. So remember, Corpus Christi this past Sunday, the most sacred body and blood of Christ, um, is, again, we consume the flesh of the Lord. And so here on this day, on this solemnity, this Friday after Corpus Christi, we are remembering, again, the incarnation of Christ. The incarnation of our God is a physical thing. God was among us. And so we have the sacred body and blood of Christ that nourish us until we, too, in the resurrection, will be like Christ. Uh, Laura's feast, the Feast of the Immaculate Heart, is connected. It, It was moved, actually. It used to take place in August. But it was moved to the day after the uh, solemnity of the Sacred Heart in order to strengthen that bond in our own minds, in our devotional life. So, uh, yeah, they've been connected. Uh, today is a solemnity. Tomorrow is a 
And then, of course, uh, this follows uh, the Easter season and uh, Pentecost. And again, we just had Corpus Christi Sunday. And so on the church calendar, what's kind of next for us to look for? Well, at this point, uh, the next major, so the uh, I would say the Assumption comes up on the 15th of August. There, there are some wonderful saints that are coming up between now and then. Um, as a matter of fact, in many ways, August is about the best month for saints. It's just all of them. Mm. Uh, July, in many ways, uh, we have we have some great feasts that fall in July, but no major solemnities that, that are going to fall. The next one that I actually I need to remember, of course, is uh, June 29th is the Feast of St. Peter and Paul. So this is the great, uh, you know, the two apostles of Rome, right. uh, both St. Peter the bishop and, and Paul, who, who uh, is martyred outside of Rome. So that's the next major uh major kind of feast, and it's a great solemnity for the Church, uh, the 29th of June. Excellent. Well, that one to look forward to as well. He is the host of Living Stones, heard Monday evenings at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, anytime on the Hail Mary Media app, and our man at the University of Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. Ken Hellenius, always great to talk with you, and we wish you a very wonderful weekend. You too. Take care. God bless.